0: All right, welcome to Goon and the Wasp. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you to Steel Pixel Studios. Today we're going to discuss the New York Jets, Philadelphia Eagles, and a little fantasy football. I want to welcome my co-host today, Dominic Monacchio.
1: How you doing? Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. We appreciate you filling in for the Coon this week. So let's start with the Eagles. The Eagles beat the New York Jets 33-18. Here's a quick breakdown. So the Eagles beat the New York Jets 33-18. Gardner Minshew II, 20-25, 242 passing yards, two touchdowns. Dom, what would you think of Gardner?
1: You know what? Not only does he have the most beautiful stash in the league, gray hair, but he put on a clinic. And you know what? I love the New York Jets. But he looked good.
0: As soon as I found out that he was playing, I didn't think the Jets were going to win. Usually, you know, they're ready for Hurts all week. Last-second change usually doesn't help. But what energy Minshew brought to the team. I loved the video of him embracing the fans afterwards. I saw him and his father away late in the parking lot. Thought that was fantastic. Garter uh, Minshew, he's from Washington State. He was a six-round pick, 25 years old. I liked what he did in Jacksonville, but I really liked what he did with the Eagles. I'm not saying he's going to replace Jalen Hurts anytime soon, but to fill in like that, to bring that kind of energy... I thought he did a good job.
1: I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, I think it's, a, it's an energetic city, right? And, um, you know, having that kind of morale in the locker room and the confidence and energy coming from your backup – I think that resonated, even though they had a slow start, letting up a touchdown. You know, I, I believe the group had confidence in, in him, and you know, they knew he was going to help them get a W.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Didn't it, it did help that they had Miles Sanders finally back? Twenty four attempts, hundred and twenty yards, and a touchdown. I mean, twenty four attempts. We've been asking for that all year. We loved it. The Penn State running back, you really hundred yards plus. What'd you think of Miles Sanders?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you establish the run game early, and that's what makes the quarterback's job that much easier. So, you know, as much as we're giving kudos to him, uh, you know, you have to give equal amounts of kudos to that running game because. You know by establishing that early that opens up you know the play action and the, the pretty much the playbook is wide open when you get that going
0: yeah i'm not sure what the jets were doing dallas goddard kind of left open all game six receptions 105 yards two touchdowns um you know i think him having a big game will allow Devonte smith to open up next week because you have to really cover him uh he's from south dakota skate love dallas goddard uh one of the better tight ends i guess that's why they said hey we can get rid of Ertz now since you know goddard's stepping up uh but it's exciting exciting for the eagles big win for them we'll see what happens happens now with dallas coming up against washington uh but next for the eagles they have a bye week um and then following the bye week the eagles are going to be playing the washington football team so that will be a good game washington's on a four game win streak they got tyler haneke uh antonio gibson terry mclaurin all playing very well for washington Uh, what do you think about eagles washington in two weeks
1: I'll tell you what that division shaping up to be a wild one with you know Dallas dropping a game or two and now this divisional game Eagles Washington that's a huge matchup um, you know Washington's finding a way to win games though and you know guys out of the lineup and they're still finding a way next man up mentality uh, we'll see if the Eagles can answer the call.
0: Yep, I agree. So uh, we'll see what happens in two weeks. Again, we Eagles have the bye, so let's go to a little fantasy football.
1: Fantasy football.
0: We're going to start with the wide receiver position at a Dallas, C.D. Lamb. This week he had 13 targets, 7 receptions, 89 yards, 19 fantasy points. Uh, playing at Washington this week, 17 projected. He's the number 45 uh, fantasy player right now overall. I don't think Dallas is the same when he's not in the lineup. Uh, he's explosive. He's young. He's healthy right now. Great wide receiver to watch. Dak's biggest weapon.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, with Washington being a little beat up on their D-line, I think, you know, going back, establishing a run game early, he'll be – I wouldn't be surprised to see an explosive player or two out of him in that
0: game. I remember when he came out of uh, – he was out of Oklahoma. He was in the first-round draft pick, 17th overall. I actually thought he was a little bit better than Jared Judy. Uh, Judy went to Denver, hasn't been doing the same thing C.D. Lamb has. They both can be great two, three years down the road, but I think C.D.'s doing a little bit more right now.
1: 100% you know, it goes back to that explosiveness and, uh, you know, my favorite my favorite stat, the yak yards after contact. People get a finger on him and he finds a way to separate himself.
0: I like to call those muscle yards. Muscle yards. Alright, let's move on to Keenan Allen out of the Los Angeles Chargers. This week, eight targets, five receptions, only 34 yards, but two touchdowns. 22 fantasy points. Playing the New York Giants this week, 18 projected. He's the number 26 fantasy player overall right now, uh, but he's on the COVID-19 protocol list. I'm not sure if he's going to play. They said he was vaccinated. He'll get another test at the end of the week. Big difference Keenan Allen on and off the field for the Chargers. I know they have Mike Williams on the other side to make up for it, but I think the Mike Williams, Keenan Allen duo do better when they're both on the field.
1: Couldn't agree more with you. Again, you know, it seems like we're pretty spot on with our thoughts. I think um as far as his reception yards being low, it's just he's an efficient guy, right? He's finding those soft areas and if you know when a guy has two touchdowns, his quarterback feels comfortable throwing him the ball in a tight window, and that kind of trust you know, opens up the field all over the place. Very
0: much like Hopkins right now in Arizona. He's only getting two, three you know, targets a game, but he's making those catches, and he's finding the end zone after he makes the catches, so I agree. A lot of good things from Keenan Allen this year. We'll see what happens with the COVID protocol, but if he's on the field, I expect uh, the Chargers to beat the Giants this week.
1: Yeah, it's a big win for them.
0: And finally, we're going to get Chris Godwin, Penn State wide receiver, Tampa Bay, uh, number 22 overall fantasy player this year, monster game, 17 targets, 15 receptions, 143 yards, 30 fantasy points. It actually set a Tampa Bay Bucs franchise record in targets, 15, Uh, previous record was an Ernest Graham and James Wilder who had 13, so uh, great to see a a local Penn State wide receiver getting a Bucs franchise record with Tom Brady, great for Godwin, amazing player, loved him all year. them two years ago three years ago what do you think
1: i'm a big godwin guy i I think he's big strong athletic he's an absolute you know he's an elite wide receiver in the league um you know as far as that week goes you know that's a career week um you know one thing I'll, i'll say about tom brady is he he distributes the ball around so i wouldn't be surprised if he goes quiet Because, you know, Brady finds a way to give everyone uh, a career week once or twice throughout the year.
0: Well, I mean, I I think he's going to continue to get these kind of targets because he's playing the slot most of the time. So you got Mike Evans on the outside, Antonio Brown on the other side when he's playing, Gronk in the middle. How do you stop Godwin? He's getting the quick passes. Tom Brady likes to release the ball early. I mean, look at Leonard Fournette. He's getting seven, eight, nine targets a game. I'm eating those fantasy points up. I'm absolutely in love with it. Keep playing the same way, Brady. But yeah, Chris Godwin, what a player this year. So let's move on to the tight end position. So we're going to start with another Tampa Bay Buck, Rob Gronkowski. He had eight targets, four receptions, 58 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, that's the same game that you had 17 targets to go into Chris Godwin, but he's the number 122 player overall in fantasy. He didn't miss a lot of games playing the Bills coming up, but uh, Brady and Gronk, uh, I think they're number two right now. They had their 89th and 90th touchdown pass to each other. And I think he passed Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates. Only one left on the list with 119 touchdowns is paint Manning and Marvin Harrison. And again, these are wide receiver quarterback combos. The Gronk is a tight end. They never mentioned tight end. I was listening to the other night. Oh, the best wide receiver. You know, he's a tight end. So it's even more special with Gronkowski. I loved him, his personality, the way he plays. I thought he brought so much life to new England when they were really, you know, not a very fun team to watch. I love Gronk. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I mean, he's, He's a glue guy for, you know, for lack of a better term, right? You know, he seems to be someone that everyone loves having around. And just when you think he might be a little too old or a little too many miles on the tires, bang, two touchdown performance, getting ready to win another Super
0: Bowl. I I love hearing about the story Gronk tells now when uh, Brady retired, almost went down to Tampa, and they talked about trading him to Detroit. And he goes, I'm retired. I'm done. I'm not going to Detroit. All of a sudden, six months later, hey, Brady calls him. I'm back, baby. Greatest movie ever made was retiring before Detroit.
1: That's it, absolutely.
0: So next, okay, so we talked about Gronkowski, and now we're going to talk about the man George Kittle, San Francisco, one of my favorite players. He had a rush for five yards, 12 targets, nine receptions, 181 yards, and two touchdowns. I said it last week he was going to have two. First time this season he did. 39 fantasy points. He's the number 92 fantasy player overall. Now he did miss three, four games this year as well. Um, but man, what what a great game. No Debo Samuel, so he really saw a lot of the target share this week. Uh, I'm excited for Kittle the rest of the year. I think he's a tight end one moving forward.
1: 100%. He, he's a very, you know, although he gets, you know, praise and whatnot, I, I think he's an undervalued player. He's doing it all. He's catching the ball, running the ball. He's in the blocking schemes. You know, he's a guy that's giving 110 every time he's out there and it seems to elevate the compete level of his teammates as well
0: yeah who would want to block him I mean I don't want to block him I you just see the abuse that he puts on to people in front of him get out of his way he's one of the strongest tight ends you know you've ever seen but he plays the game hard he plays it the right way and he doesn't really drop the ball when it's in his hands in the end zone
1: Someone call that elite.
0: Yeah, and I know Garoppolo. Now moving forward, he's played really well, and he's starting to use Kittle way more in the last four or five games than he was in the beginning of the season. And San Fran's finding a little bit of success. I know they lost last week, but I think moving forward they can get a couple wins. And Kittle, Debo comes back. It's a tough offense.
1: Hundred yeah. percent,
0: especially when their are running backs That's you know exactly, have all fallen yeah, off
1: multi-dimensional. the boat.
0: So let's go to our final tight end, TJ Hawkinson out of Detroit. He had a great game, got the Detroit Lions off the schneid. Uh, he had eight targets, four receptions, 49 yards, and a touchdown, 15 fantasy points playing at Denver this week. He's the number 74 overall fantasy player, back-to-back games with a touchdown, and again helped the Lions get their first win of the season. What do you think about TJ?
1: TJ is what you call a diamond in the rough, right? He is a, you know one of the lone bright spots in what's going to be a tough – you know, few weeks here down the stretch for the Lions,
0: especially without Swift, they're starting running back.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, what was already a tough season coming in has only been getting tougher for them. And you know, I was happy to see him, you know, like you said, get off, get off the uh, the wagon there, pick one up. But um, you know. Guys like him are what they're going to need moving forward to turn it around.
0: Yeah, 11 projected points against Denver. Denver's D's been pretty well. I mean, look what they did to Mahomes. They lost the game 22-9, but I think uh, Mahomes had no passing touchdowns. I think he only had the one rush. So, you know, to hold Mahomes to no touchdowns, Denver D's playing well, and it's going to be a real good game, I think. Absolutely. So let's go to the New York Jets. They lost to the Philadelphia Eagles 33-18. Yeah, our New York Jets now 3-9. and nine. Zach Wilson was 23-38, of 38, 226 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. I thought the BYU grad had a great first half. I thought the offense looked well. I thought we made great passes, made great plays, lost the game. But I thought it was an impressive uh, start by Zach Wilson compared to some of the earlier ones.
1: Yeah, you know, just trying to trying to remain optimistic, realize that things don't change overnight. You know, the guys, they got to get reps. They need to build that culture. You know, you mentioned that they didn't pick up the win. You know, it's a tough league to get wins in, you know, and it's more than just a quarterback. It's, it's a group effort, and, you know, it's a culture that they need to build, but— Zach Wilson needs to be a leader in that movement, and I'd like to see him take care of the ball a little bit better.
0: I agree. Got to cut down on the interceptions. Uh, Tevin Coleman filling in for Michael Carter. Had 11 attempts, 58 yards. Uh, some good rushing, nothing special. He had a couple 8-yard runs, but you know he doesn't break, uh, break any big ones to the house, which has been hurting the Jets I think forever since Curtis Martin left. Uh, Elijah Moore led the way. Six receptions, 77 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, he's been having a couple breakout games. He's the great draft pick out of Mississippi. Uh, I think Elijah Moore is is really the centerpiece of our offense now, becoming what Jamison Crowder was the last couple of years, making the big catches, really good route runner, smart player. And now, if him and Wilson could get on the same page, almost like you know Flacco was what more, and White was what more, it could be good things for this rookie combination.
1: Yeah, I mean Elijah Moore has definitely become a focal point of that offense. They've, uh, you know, I think the organization has made that clear by you know having some of their higher draft picks, you know, not be activated on a weekly basis and things like that proving that Elijah Moore is the guy they want getting the reps and the touches.
0: Yeah, I mean, where's Denzel Mims, right? I keep talking about Mims. At least Elijah Moore has been putting the production on the field. I'm still hopeful for Mims to come back and be one of those Robbie Anderson guys down the side and catch the ball, but until that happens, we'll see. Uh, next up for the New York Jets, uh, we got the New Orleans Saints. They're 5-7. and seven. Uh, Line opened up. New Orleans minus 6. Been bet down to New Orleans minus 5.5. Same thing with the over-under. Was 43.5, now 42.5. So they're saying uh, maybe the Uh, New Orleans by a couple, not a lot of points scored. New Orleans has been struggling. Uh, They're 5-7. and They've been without Alvin Kamara for the last three weeks. Jamison Winston got hurt. Drew Brees retired. So now you got Trevor Simeon throwing the ball. He's at a Northwestern, was a seventh-round pick. He's playing well, but again, he's not a Drew Brees.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're a team that's been battling injuries and trying to find their identity all season, but Trevor Simeon's a big, strong quarterback, you know, I just don't think the Jets' defense with the holes they have, we might make him look a little better than he is, unfortunately. But with that being said, you know, there is seems to be a lot of fight. And um, with the Saints maybe not having the season as anticipated, uh, you know, nothing would shock me at this point to see the Jets pull out a hard-fought squeaker.
0: Yeah, my my worry is Alvin Kamara coming back rested. I mean, he usually could go for 120 yards, two, three touchdowns. I mean, he is the engine on the Saints, and without him, the Saints are really not the same, especially now you're down to your second-string quarterback, your second, third-string running back, your receivers. You're missing um, Michael Thomas still with the injury. A lot of pieces missing, and that's why New Orleans, I don't think, has been putting up the points, hence the 42-and-a-half over-under.
1: Without a doubt, Um, you know, as as a Jets fan, I'm hoping that Alvin Kamara is going to be dusting the cobwebs off this first week back before he really gets the the oil
0: in the machine. Hopefully CJ Mosley could say hello to him in the first quarter and say, why don't you just take another week off, come back next week um Deontay Harris again leading the way for the uh, New Orleans Saints but looking forward to this game I think it's a game the Jets can win but again we want to see Zach Wilson have a strong start they did put up what 16 points in the first quarter compared to 24 total points in the first quarter in the last 11 games so having that good start was a really good feeling for the Jets hopefully they can you know come out and do the same thing moving forward all right let's go to our final thoughts lock of the week all right, we're going to start with the New York Giants four and eight versus the Los Angeles Chargers seven and five. Right now, you got the Chargers minus ten; it's bet down to minus ten and a half. You know, we could discuss the offense: uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, Eckler for the Chargers. We could talk about Saquon Barkley finally coming back to form. He's got a couple games under his belt, so you think he might be a little bit more explosive. But you know, any time in the NFL, you got ten points; it's a lot to think about.
1: Ten points is a lot, especially this time of the year. I think the Chargers are a good club. I absolutely think they pull off a win. But, um, you know, Giants with a backdoor cover would be my play.
0: Yeah, I like uh, Charger money line as well. Um, you know, Giants going all the way out to the West Coast. I know East to West is tough, but I think the Giants do uh, have a decent game. I think Saquon could have two touchdowns this week. But there were a lot of injuries last week for the Giants on the receiving end. So uh, are they going to be able to keep up with the Chargers? The Chargers have been a, a hit a week here, a week there with their offense. 42 points, 22 points. So we'll see if they can keep the consistency that they had last week beating the Bengals.
1: Chargers, you know, like you said, week in week out, we don't know what we're going to get, but we do know one thing that we are going to get out of the Giants, and it's not the greatest effort, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: subpar performance. All right, so we'll both agree. Charger money line there. Uh, let's go to the next game. All right, the other LAT, LA Rams, eight and four against the Arizona Cardinals, ten and two. Uh, Arizona minus three right now. That's now Arizona minus two and a half. Uh, we could talk about. Um, you know, the Cardinals uh, just continuing to play well. Hopkins, Murray back healthy. Hopkins had a touchdown right away when he comes back. He's a, he's a difference maker. And the Rams, they traded for Von Miller. They've lost the last three games. So uh, you thought that would have been a huge change in a positive direction. But we also talked about Stafford and Stafford's hand and his injury. And, you know, what's that doing to him and Cup and their connection?
1: The Rams have, you know, I think that to say they've been almost my biggest shock of the season you know they i had them as an early super bowl contender and then you know adding experienced veteran pieces to that team you know i thought they should jump in right away looking back now you know you got to understand it takes a little bit to get that gel get that chemistry going and, you know, I like the Rams' money line in this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe losing Robert Woods was a bigger deal than you think. because Woods was there now a couple seasons, and he knew the offense. Now you have OBJ coming in. I like OBJ. I think he can do a lot of things, but you haven't seen the production out of him either. You just got the one touchdown last week. So maybe he can gel a little bit moving forward. Uh, we'll have to see. Uh, tough game. Uh, hard for me to go against the Cardinals. Uh, they've been... You know, 10-2, and two, they've been playing well at home. I'm going to take the Cardinals here, even though reading the line the last couple of weeks, I've been wrong on the 2 and a halfs. So, you know, it, my brain's telling me go to the Rams side, but until the Cardinals show me that they, they're not playing well, I'm going to go Cardinals. Smart play. Finally, we got the Baltimore Ravens, 8-4, and four, against the Cleveland Browns, 6-6. Six and six. Right now, this line's minus 2.5 Cleveland. Uh, we could talk about the Ravens' offense, you know, with Andrews and Marquise Brown, their lack of running backs. I mean, Devontae Freeman played okay last week. Or we could talk about the Browns, who've kind of imploded to an extent. Their offense is not where it's been. Chubb has been out, and he's kind of the engine. Kareem Hunt has been out. Um, I think when the Browns are running the ball efficiently, they can win more games than they lose. Throw it to Landry four or five times a game. Um, I've been wrong with the Ravens a couple times this year, but I think I'm gonna go Ravens after a poor performance.
1: Baltimore fans are gonna come at me hot because I am not sold on Lamar Jackson. I'm gonna tell you that right now.
0: But are you sold more on Baker than Lamar?
1: I don't think Baker's the guy either, but I do believe the Browns are a much better team than they've played. They've no one has had more injuries, COVID issues than Cleveland this year. And, Agreed. You know. Again, those guys aren't playing. You know, Chubb is a top guy in the league. You can't deny that. He's an absolute thoroughbred. Not having him week in and week out absolutely kills their offense.
0: And he's a fantasy monster. I mean, he's a 95-yard touchdown plus four reception kind of guy every week. That's an off week for that guy. Yeah.
1: But, you know, Baltimore, this this is Cleveland season here, right? You know, they, they drop one or two more, and it's going to be a real uphill battle to find a playoff spot. And, uh, you know, divisional game at home, we're going to the dog pound. Let's go with the Brownies on the money
0: line. Okay, all right. I'm going to take the Ravens just because I've been off on the Ravens last couple of weeks. i got to switch it up. I'm going to continue to ride the Ravens. I think Lamar has a bounce-back week, usually one out of four games. He's going to put 100 on the ground and a touchdown. But you're right, I think the Browns at home, big game for them they need the win we'll have to see what happens but uh you got browns i got ravens uh so anyway we want to thank our uh, sponsor steel pixel studios uh we want to thank our co-host dominic monocchio thank you so much uh producer ben Orr. go jets three and nine go eagles six and seven hope you guys have a great weekend and thank you so much for listening to Goon on the wasp